Nothing. Those connections aren't being made. You shouldn't touch anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, I looked at it and I was like, I can't help her. Who's gonna help her? Yeah. Hey, yo, it was Tim, man. It's the jump ball right here, man. Are we recording? Whoa! Jump off. I've been going for a minute, now I'm back with the jump off. Goons in the club, case something jumps off. You can back up for the high, but the ball in the graveyard is where you get off. All we want to do is party. And buy everybody at the barber card. Black Barbie dressed in Bugatti. I'm trying to leave in somebody's Ferrari. Spread love, that's what a real mob do. Keep it gangsta, look out for me. We can capture these. You better kick the beast. Or out come the beast. We the best, still is room for improvement. Our presence is felt like a black man in movement. Seven quarter to eights, back to back, and I'm sitting on chrome. Seven times. Shout out for my beats. With the bendies, the hummers, the bends. Is that a little Kim? Yeah. Good. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, as always, my partner in crime, Chris King. Hello. Uh, sauce boss of Indianapolis on the ones and twos, Zach Roan. Does no, not have a mic. No microphone. No mic today. No mic. No mic. Uh, <laughs> no Zach Mike Sundays are my favorite Sundays. Oh, God. Just. Uh, I wish his life was no mics. <laughs> <laughs> no life Zach is my favorite Sundays. Uh, <laughs> there's so many times where. The thing is, like, if you listen to this, you're like, like you I don't know what it's like to not talk to him. Like, there's so many times where Zach is talking, like, I wish you didn't have a mic right now. <laughs> I was trying to explain uh, how important Zach has become uh, in the Huge. past year. Uh, I was like, literally, he used to just sit there and watch a phone. Like, he wasn't yeah. a real... He was a producer in name only. Yeah. And now we literally don't know how to do the podcast. No, we literally him. don't. No, no. Well, what's funny is when Zach started, he was in charge of washing the phone timer, mm-hmm. but it was like in the middle of the table, and we were all recording on a phone so we could all see the phone. And, like that, and, and, yeah, that was it. And and the Zach was responsible for like telling you when it was like thirty minutes, <laughs> and then. But you still got a time. You still, he still has it. But the best part job. is like the best part is <laughs> the best part of that is like even then he was like, "Hey Zach, how much time do we have?" Like, dude, the phone's in the middle of the table. <laughs> we can see it. We can all see it. Look, I was at first I was trying to think of things for him to do, and now he has a like tricking job. him into like, is it close? Like, dude, we can all see the phone. Uh, and I hate to do this on the air. I should have done this beforehand, but Danny, I don't know your last name. Campbell. Oh, wow. Campbell. That's yeah. right. Like Two very incredible, successful, important guests in studio with us today from Indie Urban Foodies, Danny Campbell and Bridget, Chef Bridget Haran. What's up, guys? Hello. Welcome to the program. Huge guests. Thanks for, for having us. us. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a big get. I think it's a good get because it seems like it would be an obvious get because Bridget does shows for us mm-hmm. under the, uh, not for me. Oops. For us, I don't know. <laughs> I own the microphones, Bridget. <laughs> but uh, I own she... microphones. I own you. <laughs> That's how a ditch your servitude works. <laughs> no, but she does. You know that job that we don't pay you to do, but you have yeah. to come do it every week. That's for I us. own you. By <laughs> <laughs> the time I had you sign that thing with the crayon, that was actually uh, yeah, that was a binding contract. Huge contract. Yeah. That was a slave's contract. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Uh, where were you going with this? I'm sorry, I forget. All right. <laughs> You said it, it was here. a huge get. Huge get. I think the thing is, you can easily understand, like, oh, it's Bridget again. But, like, <laughs> okay. Bridget, and that's what people were saying, Bridget. <laughs> I, I definitely have my, my uh, finger on the pulse, and the pulse is saying, like, oh, it's Bridget again. <laughs> like, we've heard her so many times. 
But no, 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 not I'm this time. A good time. Yeah, but not this time. This time is completely different because now you're like indie urban foodies. Well, I'll tell. I'll tell it's you what. A good, it's a big just get. Sad and unemployed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris King, and I'll tell you why I think it is a big get. Because I, I, uh, I, in the during during quarantine during the first part of the lockdown, um, we got into some sad episodes where it was just like restaurant closing, restaurant closing, yeah. restaurant closing. Yeah. Uh, and we'll I'm sure talk about it at some point in this hour. We have to. Uh, but like some places near and dear to us are still closing down. Uh, yeah. But it's not very often when you get to have the uh, positive. Yeah. Uh, angle of uh, two young women who are uh, forging ahead and creating uh, success and creating uh, yeah. new businesses in these troubled and uncertain times. Yeah. Yeah. Turning two Th- wrongs into a right. That's that, our new motto. Are we the wrongs? <laughs> <laughs> so, Danny, let me start with you because we have, we, we're blessed to have Bridget on uh, so often. We've met uh, her yeah. before. <laughs> uh, for, really for those of you that don't know, Bridget is the exec is an exec chef. Um, we met because she was uh, laid off at the same time I was. Yeah. Uh, and were you laid off around the same time, Danny? The exact same time. Yeah. Because yep. you guys work together. Yes. Okay. Yep. So we got laid off in March. Yeah. And then. But you're also kind of the reason that I'm at the current job I'm at. We worked together mm-hmm. at at the last place. Uh, we worked for a corporation here in Indy. And uh, Danny left and went with BrewDog, and she gave me a call, and she was like, I think you'd be great for this position, so I really owe kind of a lot to her. But Oh, man. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. The weird thing is, is we weren't even super close at that other corporation. I was no. just like, oh, I'm going to run this. I want some badass chick to run it with me. And then I was like, who do I know? And I was like, Bridget. And she has a hand tattoo, which... Makes her <laughs> instantly cooler than me. You know. she, she probably gets into knife fights a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I reached out and was like, "You should do this," and she was like, "I don't know." And then I feel like I was kind of an asshole and was like, "You should do this." What were you doing, Bridget? What were you doing before? Uh, I was the chef at Geraldine's Supper Club, That's over amazing. in Town Square. Yeah, That's quite a resume. Yeah, amazing. You. So you're the GM. Thank you. Yes. Okay, so you guys basically, yeah, you guys run that whole place, yeah, front and back and yeah. all the ways around. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we confuse people because we're like, yeah, it's our bar. And they're like, oh, you own a bar? And it's like, well, no, but we run it. So <laughs> we, do, we do all the things except for mm-hmm. provide the money for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> arguably I, the best part. <laughs> yeah. I guess kind of like walk me through the inception of of Indie Urban Foodies and like how it came, like wh- what sparked the idea or like how you guys came together on it. Well, also, what is yeah. it? Because or what, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a good yeah. chance well, that people yeah. are listening like, what is or Indie Urban Foodies? Good so... Point. We do virtual cooking classes. Um, there were a few times during quarantine we like were chatting and couldn't figure out what to do. We were bored and stuck in our houses. We even joked before the quarantine, before COVID became an issue, that we were like, we should get a food truck. We could get a little like bistro somewhere. It was such like a fun idea, and I feel like we kind of had similar visions of kind of what we saw of the industry and kind of where we saw it could improve and kind of build build everyone else up with us and so then but then everything shut down yeah and so um we started talking and bridget was like oh yeah i zoomed with some friends i was like yeah i've been zooming with my family a lot and like we made dinner together one night and did all this stuff and after a few conversations we're like what if this was what we did yeah what if this was how people connect because you can't travel like planes were completely grounded for months you couldn't go Mm -hmm. anywhere um so this was a really fun way to create experiences for people, but from the safety of their own homes. And I think it's cool because I think I don't always realize that 
working in restaurants, going to culinary schools, like you have a lot of information that you're privy to. And I oftentimes will like say something to Danny and she was like, I don't know any of the words you're saying right now. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. And so then we kind of go through and she was like, I would love to learn how to do that. And so then it's mm-hmm. like, she was like, I bet other people would also want to learn how to do that. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. been really fun though. And I think the best part for us is that we can also, we're not, we're not really getting any. So we've been trying to pair with like, a local brewery, a local distillery, each class. So then people go out and they buy from those local businesses. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a way that we can give back and yeah, make sure people are build all of local. our favorite people yeah. up with us. Yeah. Like I, and I noticed I, I probably should take a class. Um, we, we should have taken a class before this episode. <laughs> probably. <laughs> that would be, that would be what professionals probably yeah. are. <laughs> So, well, when we can say like we took a class. To and be then fair, this I taught yeah. Dyke how to make holidays today. So I taught today. That's, yeah. that's not that true at all. No, no, no. I've made remember, holidays many times. No, no, no. But I remember that time you, you tried to make holidays and like this is a mayonnaise sauce. We went to the same. We went to the same culinary school. We did. You and Bridget did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that like ten show. years apart, but yeah. But it's weird because do you think that it the school got years. better? That wasn't ten years. Do you think the school got better when Bridget went there? Because Bridget can make a holiday sauce like it gone now. Oh, no, I know, because it's, uh, it was a scam. And the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird pyramid scheme <laughs> in a pyramid. But, like, it's weird because even though it was a scam, like, Bridget can make a holiday sauce, like, no question. But you're always like, I'm making a holiday sauce. sauce. Oh, I, I accidentally made mayonnaise. I feel like... To be fair, a lot of the same ingredients. I feel like uh, yeah. a lot of our listeners out there are going to get the idea I can't make holiday sauce. Let me assure you. You Brunch can? Nation. What a dark secret that would be. <laughs> Have you ever made holiday sauce? You know we're having next week? All, fucking, that's all we're having is holiday sauce. <laughs> well, we're going to do I shots just, of it. The thing is, like, going to tell me I can't even come over. Like, you stay out of here, witch. <laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> I don't even know. But, like, the, uh, there's times where, like, we've had things, and you're like, this is holiday sauce. And then Bridget shows up, and she's like, that's just yellow mayonnaise. No. That's what One Bridget time said. I made hollandaise, and it kind of broke... None of you, you guys didn't notice. You guys were like, no, we don't know. That's you, the best part. You guys were like, this we is, don't know, Bridget. I felt so bad. You guys were like, this is great. This is great. Yeah, and then we don't from know. the photo, Bridget was like, looks like the sauce broke a little. I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah. I've offended fed, as... to five people. No one noticed, but she noticed. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, we're so stupid. Fucking Dick like, Tracy over here noticed yeah. from the. Uh... <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a holiday sauce. Like, we're just fine with whatever aioli you made. Like, oh, it's yellow and it tastes like whatever. We don't know. But Bridget knows. So, as far as you know, you haven't made a holiday sauce. To be fair, he can make a holiday sauce. Have you seen it, Bridget? I just make it a better holiday sauce. So. I believe that. I think that's Have you true. seen him make a holiday sauce, Bridget? Have you seen it? Uh, In photos. He just said that. I've yeah, no, he made a yellow sauce. That was definitely just a naoli. Look, the sauce that's on our logo, yeah, that's hollandaise based on a photo that, that drawing I, that I made. That drawing? No, it's a drawing, but that's a drawing here. of a photo. So he's definitely drawn a hollandaise sauce. <laughs> that's, that was yeah. that. No, he didn't that sauce didn't break. Yeah. That sauce. So was, you illustrated? You didn't even illustrate the hollandaise <laughs> sauce, Bridget. Is that okay with you? <laughs> I right, I'm fine. so excited. You know what? Is, you know, I'll give you a discount on your first class. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I we walked in and we introduced the guests like they're just regular guests. I am hyped about these guests. I mean, I've been wanting you guys to be guests forever. We've you've been you guests honestly, before. You have been very like I and and this is not a, anything to cause offense, but I feel like you are like never excited about anything. But you have been very adamant very that you wanted excited. us to come on. Super excited. You guys were on. A podcast that I don't even know if it was aired. Exactly, was it aired? Do we ever no. air the podcast? No. Didn't we air on the uh, nope. Burn the Podcast? I don't think it was. It's definitely not out we there. We have like a super underground like podcast that yeah. we do that it's I think weird it was... that you're talking about it right now on those other podcasts that 
It's we supposed to be a secret about? podcast. I'm allowed to it's talk a about it. Podcast. That's my secret podcast, though. Uh, yeah, once again, these are my mics and my fucking podcast. <laughs> you are mine. <laughs> All right, so I feel like we kind of jumped uh, jumped over. Uh, we're in the middle of. Oh. Um, you guys were discussing about how <laughs> the world was falling apart. Oh, let's get back to that. I'm sorry. Oh, but I think the it's planes been, were grounded. It's been the classes are so much fun. We send mm-hmm. an ingredient list. The classes are on Thursday evenings. Uh, we send an ingredient list on Sunday, awesome. and then on Wednesday get the, they get the recipes. So then it's also you have those things. You learn how to make them, and then you also have these recipes you can use again. And we've had several people that are like, "Yeah, I made that tamale cake again. It was so good. I made you know the carnitas again. It was really delicious." And all this stuff is like wildly impressive just to make. If you've ne- if you're not a big cook like Bridget like there are times where like I'll make this stuff and be like oh damn it turned out because <laughs> she usually cooks it for me but it's really cool because we're teaching people like kitchen skills and getting them like really comfortable in their own kitchens and just kind of makes the experience so much better when people like repost and um, we did a holiday apps class and mm-hmm. we did uh, mini beef wellingtons and they were like oh those are great That's so yeah, many yeah, people yeah. like yeah. posted pictures about them and like one of my friends like texted me and she was like I have never thought I'd be able to make anything like this. Yeah. Awesome. Now, yeah. how how long is like an average class? An hour and a half for oh, the wow. for the like dinners, and then they're usually forty minutes to an hour for the brunch. So we do a brunch once a month. Now but that's not that's not long. I mean, they're doing it. Yeah, in, in real, real time. time. No, it yeah. took you four yeah. hours to make brunch today. So that was five hours. That <laughs> <laughs> was forever. You made it was, it was so even, good. It, it was, was so good. It, it was, was amazing. Good. But you made things I didn't even get to eat. Like, <laughs> like you were cooking food up until we like was, we uh, need to just record. This is a special day. Stop cooking. Um, <laughs> so what? I'm, I'm actually curious. Like, what are you saying? Like, do you are you like, like how do you fill the time as far as like? Oh my god! Is there banter? Are you guys yeah. talking to each, each a other? A little banter. Mostly, it's just Bridget dropping knowledge bombs the entire time. And there are times where like she'll say something. And I'm like, what? Uh, hell? Well, and I'm like, how do you know this? And you've kind of got me interested more in like the like the gardening of plants and things because I think that now, like, we did a class where I talked extensively on like jalapenos versus like Fresnos versus chipotles and kind of how it's like that stuff's really interesting to me. And we talked about the history of dishes and kind of where they came about. Yeah, you know, I the biggest thing I think that all of our dishes for the most part have in common is they're things that I come from a big family, like. And my parents were teachers, so it was like we weren't having filet mignon most nights. Like, it wasn't beef filling most of the time. It was kind of like shepherd's pie or, like, things that you use what you have. And so they're things that you can either prep in advance. They're simple dishes, but they will impress people. Yeah. So I think that that's really fun. And I do love that we put the additive of, like, this is how you can store it. You can freeze it and serve mm-hmm. it again. Yeah, or, like, yeah. hey, if, you're, if you don't want to cook it now, this is when you would stop. So, like, we yeah. give people, like, that option that, like, hey, That's if you want cool. to make all this meal now, go for it. If you yeah. don't want to, this is how you can serve it in two days. When things were kind of looking better over the summer, we plan all of our classes. And so this last uh, weekend we did our uh, holiday casserole brunches. So it was like mm-hmm. you were going get, to get to make a veggie, like, egg casserole and then a regular. And, but it's like if you're not having people over, this is how you can store these things. You can cut yeah, them up. Yeah. You can have them on a burrito, like breakfast burrito. You can have it on breakfast sandwiches. It's really easy. Um, and so like my brother took the class and he's each day, like sent me like, this is what I did today. Like I made a breakfast burrito today. I made like a melty, like breakfast, like Frisco melt today. And so it's kind of fun. This may be a stupid question cause I'm technologically challenged, but if let's he's say, right. let's say we, so am I. <laughs> if, if we take the class, um, 
and we're doing we're doing it live. Like, do they have a copy of that that they can watch? Like, if they want to go back and like cook it again. No, or is it just like a live stream? It's a Zoom, so yeah. you oh, okay. everything's live, live which stream. I think is good because then you can um, you receive a Zoom code. So, like, we had a group last week that was a book club, and they were so much fun. But we told them we were like, usually it's kind of like everyone can be muted, and but like unmute yourself and ask a question if you have it. But we were like, you guys can be unmuted, like chat with each other. This is kind of a way for all of them to spend time together without, oh, yeah. um, without it. I guess yeah. if people kept it too, then those like why buy any <laughs> like they could yeah, start I mean, bootlegging if, it. If, yeah. but, I, I guess, but uh, like if you're if you're recording it, then they can can't go back to it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You're saying they can't go back to it once. It's not. It. We haven't. We if you we have a Patreon and you get like one extra video um, a month about that's like an extensive recipe and it's a video that you can have and keep. Oh, cool. But oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So that's a so that's can't. a Patreon so that, that's level. A, that's a thing they can. Yeah. They can. Okay. Okay. So then you have it. Yeah. 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 But it's also, it's they have the ingredient the list, they, they have take. the recipe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you guys get, like, regulars? Like, have yeah. You... yeah. It's really sweet, because there's a few of them now that will be like, hey, how was your week? And it started, it was like yeah. our moms, like our sisters, <laughs> but it's like, now there are people like, I, like, don't we'll face the class and be like, do you know those people? And she's like, I don't know those people. Like, That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. And I now like we do know them. Yeah, and now we know them, and now it's like, we see them regularly, and we've gotten a couple, like, fun corporate groups that they'll mm-hmm. do, like, their holiday parties, so we got to do a really fun... Um, like charcuterie class with like this whole big company. And so then we left, like we kind of did the class and then we left the zoom and they could all keep chatting about it. But it's really fun. Yeah. Awesome. We're having a great time with it. Super cool. Why are you looking at me? Oh, I don't know. I, was, <laughs> I, was like, I thought it was a, a classic Chris King. He was going to launch it. Super cool. And, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's, I think it's just, uh, that's uh, what I was saying before. But I'm, I'm very hyped to have both of you because I think it's something that people aren't doing enough of. That's even outside of COVID. That's like a super fun thing to do. It's like, hey, let's do this online class and then we'll learn how to cook. It's nothing is, I think there's nothing more uh, awkward than going to a cooking class where you're like in person. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the hard thing too is, Originally, when we were talking about it, we started, I was just like researching, like, okay, yeah. what's something, yeah, what's something we could take, what's like to make, make this connection and do something, and there wasn't anything, and then I got, was pretty drunk with my mom, and she was like, you guys are smart, just do it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. So I texted Bridget <laughs> and was like, we're doing this. Yeah. But it really was, like, okay. It was an inspiration from a lot of the amazing chefs here in Indy that like, when everything shut down, a lot of people were doing just... Facebook Live, little cooking tours, yeah. and people yeah. loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we f- finished, and we were like, that, but then it, places opened up again, and then people went back to work, and it was like, I feel like there's still people that aren't comfortable going out that mm. want to stay at home, and it's like, yeah. you should still get to do a fun date night in a way yeah. that's... Yeah. Well, now this, uh, it seems like the, the technology kind of came around right at the... Mm-hmm. Like, whatever happened to... What was the... Uh, Skype? Whatever happened to Skype? Yeah. Like, they that's dropped a, the ball in 2020. <laughs> that's, a, that's a major thing. Yeah. yeah. You just don't work in an office. That's why you're not, like, Skyping people all the time. But they mm-hmm. don't... There's no one's talking about Skype. I've heard Zoom about everything. No one's talking about Skype. Well, they're they're both Microsoft project products. So, like, Sky, uh, Zoom replaced uh, Skype. Oh. Yeah, it's that's, the same thing. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know that. It's, it's like new generation. Yeah. Um, so, so like, like, if you're on Skype, people will be like... Skype will say, like, hey, you should try Zoom. It's the same <laughs> thing. The, the technology's there now... And so, like, I assume, like, obviously, teams. No, no, no. I'm wrong. Skype wins at teams. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm the I'm the office person that is like the reference on the ad. So, no, no, no. Zoom yeah, is Microsoft the teams, Mike, I think yeah the... teams. So Skype wins at teams, which teams is. Thanks, great. Toby. Nobody cares about this. Head <laughs> <laughs> back to the annex, bud. Uh, we. So no, but like, I'm, 
Like I assume with like the tech, what I was getting at with the technology and stuff, like Valentine's Day is coming up. Like that yeah. seems like yeah, a, yeah, a, a, yeah. A, a real like romantic thing to do with your partner. Yeah. And like cook something. Are you guys gonna do like a sexy dinner? We had so much fun. <laughs> a super sexy <laughs> dinner. Super sexy but dinner. before a yeah. sexy dinner, we're gonna do Galentine's, Galentine's Day, Day, which we're really excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah. we're both huge fans of uh, Parks and Rec. Nice. Yeah. And we're like the Leslie in April. Yeah. 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 That's more. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> um, who would you say is the April? Who would you say? Who would you say is the April? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, that's not. That's I would not definitely be the Leslie. You're the yeah. Leslie. Yeah. yeah, very positive. That's what you think. You're very the April. Positive. I'm the April. Okay, that's fine. Let's just keep. Going. She's a <laughs> super creative April. Very uh, dark. She uh-huh. does all the cooking stuff. Yeah, I learned so the say, tech so stuff. So you're saying is that Bridget organizes everything, is very on point with all the plans and whatever. Has oh, a absolutely plan not. Book. Danny does everything that, like, like Doug is saying, I'm not tech savvy. Yeah. And Danny will be like, I made us a website. I'm like, you did, well, you made, just made a website. Like, yeah. she's helped, like, put together, like, we had a vision for our logo. And then she, like, came in and was like, what do you think about this? And I was like, that's amazing. Like, that looks so cool. Yeah. And it's kind of like all the stuff that I don't even fucking know how to begin how to do. Mm-hmm. She's just like, she just teaches herself. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm now, now I can make websites. Now I am a graphic designer. Like, I'm like, oh, well, I will. <laughs> Just make this tortilla then, I guess. This is fine. But Bridget cooks all the things, and that's something I can't do. Or, (laughs) nor can I teach people. I have to do, like, a cocktail section sometimes, and I'm like, pour it in the glass. (laughs) (laughs) And then put it to your face. (laughs) Now, drinky, drinky, goodbye. (laughs) So, like, Bridget's great at leading the classes and, like, interacting with people, right? You would never think that. The most awkward. Knowing me in real life. It's like, yeah, yeah, it seems like she'd be terrible with people. I honestly have well, said but, that just like, like so many times. But that's the thing. You have the buffer because they're there, but they're also yeah. not really there. So that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so what were you talking about Galentine's Day? Oh, Galentine's oh, yeah. Day we're doing like, um, <laughs> we're doing a brunch. Mm-hmm. And then. Valentine's Day we talked about doing either like, I I always like the idea of desserts because obviously like I have a pastry background. So usually once a month we do like some sort of a pastry. Yeah. So like we did a Yule log in December. We did a pie class in November. Um, but. We've talked about doing like various like cheesecake, chocolate covered strawberries and doing like different desserts you can do or like having just a whole little meal or doing we've done some amazing charcuterie classes mm-hmm. and we're lucky enough to have amazing yeah. partners like batch number two that it's like we are trying to literally like push people to be like, hey, like these are spots like this is what we're using. We're using tulip tree. We're using smoking goose. Like we're using batch number two. We're using metal honey foods. Like these are places you guys need to be going. Yeah. And it's like and That's so awesome we, we put like just... business cards in the bags and are like this is where you guys need to be doing your shopping. Yeah, and I think it's great. Um, Batch number two is such a great product. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know if you guys heard this about the owner. Um, of Batch number two? Yeah. No, go ahead. Think, what? I don't think I we, don't do think do we have, probably. He, okay. Uh, if you probably didn't read not. about it on the internet, then no one I don't know, know anything about that, that <laughs> brand. I don't well, know. It's really I, good honestly, amazing product. Yeah. I, I don't know anything really about that. Really yeah. I've heard like whispers the fact that like, he pees in all his barbecue, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I will say the barbecue is pee free. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Is it the right. mustard? No, no. Mustard. Leave the product out of this, I Chris. I mean, it's still good. Anything. It's still good. The joke was that the product's amazing, but Zach was a creep. Oh. Yeah. God. I'll tell you what, though. I have had the mustard, and I, I think he did like a limited release of like pea yellow mustard. It was delicious. <laughs> I don't care. 
I don't care that he peed in it. It was very that was, good. That was actually only for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, you know, that's, you know weird? that's what he said. He said, this is just for you. I'm like, oh, I bet it's in stores. But have you ever had pea mustard Look, on wings? Okay. Like, Delicious. You're, uh, you're the okay. only person here that what does not happening? have a food-based business. <laughs> you can't joke about peeing in food. No. Like, you just, it's like the one thing you can't do. It's like the one thing you absolutely cannot do. In all seriousness, I had the pea mustard on my wings and they were delicious. I would eat pee every day if there were that tastes okay. like. Can we, can we you isolate guys heard that? It here first. You heard it here first. Chris King loves pee. I knew that this. I knew this podcast a, was going to fall apart, but I was really hoping it was going to be in the back half. Like oh, we are in the first half. I thought we were going to. Yeah, we're in the it. first half. I wanted you a real it. professional first half, and then yeah. maybe like the second half of the second half. Would oh, fall I ruined apart. it. Yeah, <laughs> I ruined yep. it. Listen, I'm promoting Bachelor Martinez. I'm promoting. <laughs> you're promoting the fact that you like to eat urine. That's it. That, that's it. It was a special badge for me. It, you know what's funny is it was badge number one. Uh, <laughs> all right, okay. you did tie that joke together nicely. I really hated that. Um, but I, no, I, I think the biggest I'm impressed by that. No, but, yeah. Yeah. Don't encourage him. I'm, I don't want to. I am encouraged. Um, but I think the coolest part for me is like as someone who works in restaurant, like I love being in restaurants. Like it makes me super yeah. happy. But I never would have like made the jump to do this. And Danny was like, "What else are we doing? Like we'll just fucking do it." And That's I, great. I would never have been like. I'm like, I like think things through and then I'll be like, well, I guess maybe someday. And she was like, I made us a website. It's happening. We're doing it. And yeah. it's like, that's it's awesome. what you need. Like you need it's somebody, awesome. like we balance each other really well. Yes. So it's good. No, it's great. It's, I, I've seen it. It's, it's such a good idea. And again, why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm not laughing. I just choked a little bit. Yeah. That, on, the, that's, on the sincerity in your words. I put a lot of rules. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna no, die. No, no, she's no, gonna no, die of no. disbelief. I mean, no, seriously, like I'm very excited to have both of you because I think it's a super badass idea, and I think you guys doing it, executing it, is really, really cool. And I, I think that there's, uh, I think it's awesome in the state of COVID that we're in. But I think even past that, there's a market for that because mm-hmm. it's, it's super, super cool. And what you, you guys bring to the table is like really, really fun. I like it a lot. I think- well, it's. My, I think the coolest part for me is when we have people from like California join and Boston yeah. join. Yeah. And like, this is totally something you can do with your family all across the mm-hmm. United States. And it's so simple. Like, we send you the grocery list. You're going to go grocery shopping anyways. Yeah. That's jump, awesome. Jump on a Zoom so call, smart. hang out with your friends for an hour and a half, make something delicious. And it's usually, there's usually you either get. A, a wine like suggestion or a beer or a cocktail. Or a cocktail. She's trying to make a cocktail. And it's like, I think. That's part of the cool thing for me, too, is, like, we go into places like West Fork Whiskey, places like Smoking Goose, and they're like, well, what do you want from us? It's like, nothing. We're just telling you we're going to send people your way. And yeah. it's like, I think that's such a weird thing, too, is, like, everybody's always waiting for, like, what, yeah. like, you can do for them. And it's like, yeah. our biggest thing is, like, we're big fans. Like, yeah. we kind of want to push people back that way. Because I think the restaurant industry is never going to be the same after this year. I think it's kind of evolving. Yeah. And we definitely want to make sure that, like, our favorite spots are kind of Come yeah. along with us for it's the ride. Awesome. Yeah, now, it's, it's it's super fun. I like it a lot. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say, um, when you're getting these people from like California, it's like, are you like, how how are you finding us? Like, do you- some of them are like friends from like through Instagram or like old friends from high school and mm-hmm. stuff who have seen that we're doing it. And they're like, oh shit, I have nothing to do this Thursday night. Might as well try it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just keep joining us which is pretty fun we did yeah. like 12 shops of christmas that we picked a different kind mm-hmm. of local shop and kind of promote them that day and we're like if you follow us follow them and kind of tag this there's going to be like kind of giveaways that we're doing 
and we had somebody who won the giveaway and we went and looked and she like lives in Massachusetts. And oh, we're like, wow. how did you find us? And she was like, I don't know how I stumbled on your page, but she was like, I just signed up for a class. Yeah. She was like, it seems really fun. And I was like, it's cool. awesome. Yeah. That'll be worth shipping this jam to you. So yeah. that's kind of good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a, I think it's a super, it's a super cool idea. I really, really hope it, it keeps going after <laughs> COVID. Like, I think it's, it's something that not a lot of people are doing. I think it's, it's really, really fun. And it's such a, just a cool thing to do. Like if you're, if you have nothing to do COVID or no COVID, it's, it's mm-hmm. awesome. And the fact that you guys do the grocery list is fucking genius. It's awesome. Well, everyone's yeah. doing like blue apron. Everyone's doing, you know, the kind of Hello meal, Fresh. Hello Fresh yeah. delivery right, class. Right. And it's like, but you then get like a instruction list and you don't really know how to do it. And you pay, and you know, chef. $90. Yeah. Personality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah People yeah. are paying like $90 for those boxes. And yeah. it's like, yeah. that's one meal for two. It's like all of our meals are for four people. Um, it's That's usually, what I was going to ask. Four yeah. people? It's, yeah, for four people, it's usually $30 yeah. for the Zoom, which then I try to keep the groceries between 20 and $30, which is still four people going out to dinner. You would never yeah. spend $60 on never. four people at dinner. Wow. And you get kind of a whole and experience. A drink. a drink that you get. Yeah. like. Well, we, and we all we usually have a like five, ten minutes of downtime while things are cooking or yeah. finishing up. We're like, Bridget will just open it up and be like, what questions do you have about what yeah. we're cooking or literally anything? Yeah. And so Super like you get cool. like the a chef eye and like into the yeah. mind of a chef for like 10 minutes, which dark place is <laughs> that, but it's also extremely Honestly, helpful. Bridget's giving me the chef eye so many times. That yeah. I, I would pay not to have it. That's, that's not the chef eye she was giving me. Not a chef eye that I want. Thing. Like, oh, we give you $10 and I give me the chef eye. That's a death yeah. glare is what you're thinking. Uh, of. the worst. We're all friends here. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Indie Urban Foodies. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long night and the mirror's telling me to go home. But it's been a long time since I felt this good on my own. That, uh, who chose that song? I think it's that was actually that was sung by Eva Lynn from the uh, <laughs> movie version of Masters of the Universe. My it's, favorite is because it goes that. into then it's like a bunch of like runoffs of like Edge of Seventeen by Stevie Nicks that they pull into it, and I really like it. Is that Stevie Nicks? No, no. that's Miley Cyrus. It was uh, oh man, she always sounds like someone has like poured batter acid into her esophagus. She really has I like she has some like severe throat issues too. That's probably why. Oh, I'm the asshole then. Yeah. She's like a handicapped person. That's crazy. Uh, that's you fine. Would, you're, you look, you're making eye I'm, <laughs> I'm the asshole. Hi, and welcome back to the... Uh, you should be better. <laughs> no. Make fun of the disabled podcast. I'm your host, <laughs> Dyke Michaels. Oh, wow. No, and you were worried about wow. what was said off mic? Yeah. Wow. You say that shit on mic? That yeah, was me making fun of him. No, yeah. I, I made Call back to something that happened three seconds ago. Yeah, but wasn't good. No, you just claimed it. You right. claimed it's, it's it on the podcast. Dyke, it is weird that you did that. Wow. And it definitely is on you. I'm just very pro Miley this, Cyrus. This is what happens with comedy sometimes. It's like uh, just, not funny. We were making 
I wasn't being funny. I was being funny him. The thing is, I just I just want to say, but like, for if someone sure, said like, something racist, and I I'm, said, I guess this is a racist podcast. They're like, very, we shouldn't do a racist podcast. I'm That's very, not a good idea. Very pro Miley Cyrus. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> good for her. We all I just like Miley Cyrus. So you don't yeah. you like Miley Cyrus. Uh, wow. I do. I'm you not. did some sort of trickery witchcraft. <laughs> I don't know how this I, became. I, I, just, I like Miley Cyrus so much. Here. She's like big fan. It's weird that you're saying what you're saying. I can't believe you're saying. Are you trying to? Are you trying to turn a cancel around? Are you trying to? Are you trying to uncancel yourself and cancel me? I just, I just like Molly Cyrus, and I'm sorry that you, something you'll turn around. Though. Wow, I'll be, I'll be I just got a big, well, salty piece of that cookie. <laughs> you so uh, out of your PBR? No, it was you a, haven't I, had a cookie in a while. So <laughs> are you guys eating those cookies? Are you supposed the, to be decorating those cookies? I ate, uh, I ate a broken. I uh, slaved away on those cookies. Yeah, but there was a salty head. Like I ate the head of a cookie, yeah. and it was all full of salt. To, to be fair, Deck made the toe. Yo, you made the toe. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a salty toe. The dough. Oh, the, the dough. dough. <laughs> uh, I just make the toes. That's all I make. I don't make the rest. Sweet, of I didn't know toes. cookies work that way. So I don't. I don't know. Are we retiring this bit? Are we still doing the? What do you think you just say? Or I think we should. Well, today retire it. He, it was. He didn't eat anything. Oh, I ate a bunch of stuff, actually. That's very, oh. that's well, very you, nice Well, you. when I talked to you earlier, you hadn't eaten anything yet. And so we were like, how are you going to do yeah, that? Yeah, when I first walked in. that's You're right. Are oh, you, I, was, you, I was absolutely not here when you first walked in. <laughs> when I walked in the door and you said, hey, Chris, how's it going? Have you eaten anything? And I said, well, I just walked in. You're right. I hadn't <laughs> eaten anything at that point. Okay, okay. You got me. Uh, but then I ate stuff. Okay, good. And then, but I don't know if it's... What did uh, you eat? Well, that's a great question. That's the <laughs> beginning of the segment. Uh, what I ate was uh, McDivin's food. <laughs> I had filming to Miss Food. It was a scotch egg salad. I don't cry. It was an onion, an onion <laughs> soup. And then, although I did have something stomach dimmings at all, I didn't eat. It was a big, uh, big fat wiener and a bunch of eggs. <laughs> what, what would you call that? It was, was a, it? it was a savory Dutch baby pancake. It's the fad special. Is that is it's that what that's a called pancake? a Dutch baby pancake? Yeah. Just a big line of dick in it. <laughs> that that's was, a baby pancake. Well, that was that's the, what it was, right, Bridget? Yeah, that was a Dutch baby pancake. That was a, that's what it was. But it's right. You got to put a... That's, he did yeah, it right. Oh, no, oh, I've never seen it with a sausage in it before. Oh. But, I also, but I also had never seen a pancake with a glory hole in it before until this week. So but I think that, that those eggs had a glory hole in it, and that was filled with okay. a dick. Well, you're going to have to explain a little bit more if you're going to drop that into the conversation. Oh, I came over here the other day, and there's open on the counter was a to-go box. Yeah. And um, there are three pancakes stacked up, um, but not eaten in the traditional way. There was just a hole cut out of the middle, oh, and yeah. none of the rest of it was eaten. I think that's a bad thing. He likes yeah. to put his penis in warm <laughs> pancakes. Yeah. I was going to say he likes the middle of pancakes. But, but, but I, I just think, assumed that was the inspiration for, for the I think today. I don't know if that was the inspiration for brunch, but breaking news, yeah. McNiven's closing. R.I.P. R.I.P. is McNiven's bar. Mm-hmm. And not at all in the theme of what you're doing, just happenstance that you were just making scotch eggs and onions soup. Okay, I I, I said it was kind of McNiven. Like McNiven's never had the market cornered on French onion soup. Like that's a very popular. That was soup. their deal. No, 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 they love Actually, it. Actually, I've had scotch eggs and French onion soup lots of places that were not McNiven's. Okay, but that's their thing. I will say, well, I've, a, had tacos also, different, I've had tacos at other places that weren't Taco Bell, but the Taco Bell, that's I mean, their deal. I can well, say like also, scotch eggs at a scotch okay, place. That's, like, what you're, that's what you're banking on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Taco Bell. The Taco Bell of scotch eggs. Yeah, actually, that was their tagline for a while. In like the 2000 aughts, in the, in the aughts, they were like, we're the Taco Bell of scotch eggs. Also, the French onion soup that I made and served you, 
Way better than McDevitt's. <laughs> it was so delicious. I would it was say, so to be completely honest, I think the Scotch eggs and the onion soup are better than McDevitt's. I, I really do. I, no, I, no I, I won't challenge his Scotch eggs. I have said I no, no, no. I have said multiple times. It's tricky to do Scotch eggs for like a big, like for an all-day dining service. Like, I have said they have, they have to be cooked the right way, otherwise yeah, they overcook. Yeah. Like it's tricky. The first time I had a Scotch eggs was when you made them last year at Brewdog yeah. for St. Andrew's Day. I did do that, and then I had like twelve of them. <laughs> Which one, St. Andrew? What does he do? What's his magic power? Uh, scotch eggs. Great question. Oh. I think he has long fingers. Scottish. Um, he has long wait, fingers. Wait, isn't that when you lose your keys? No, that St. that's St. Thomas. Nicholas? No, that's Santa. Is Saint for <laughs> lost keys? Uh, yeah, no, it's not St. Andrew. Catholics though. are weird. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> um, no, it was, we work for a Scottish company, and so we celebrated St. Andrew's Day and did you see? Did, wait, did you see what had, happened like, there, Chris? Haggis, hush puppies, and things. We had we had both of our guests start looking it up on their phones, and then and then and then after like <laughs> three minutes, Zach goes, well, "I'm not doing anything." Yeah, I guess it is. My guess job. I, I guess I get no, 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 but I, I don't know if that was a lead in. Like it was, uh, it it's a weird. What do you think you just ate? Because I just ate things I've had before, so that'd be weird. But. The lead in was probably the. Fact it's also that the best you've done so far. You you're two for two now. You're killing it. That I knew what I ate. You knew what you ate. <laughs> well. Right. Oh, it said that he was one of the apostles, the twelve apostles, and he is the patron saint of right. Scotland and of Russia. Danny, you're... Scotland and Russia. Yeah, I gotta tell that's you. a so... wide berth. Can you Google? Well, I not feel the same at all. Can you Google who's the saint of lost things? Lost keys. Oh, I think I think that's Saint Thomas. Yeah, I think it, I think you're right. It is Saint Thomas. Anywho, uh, so McDivens is Saint Anthony. Saint Anthony. McDivins. Yeah, similar. Do we not want to talk about McDivins? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, sorry. sorry Chris. McDivins. No one, no one meant, meant to like, yeah, cut you no, off we or should, anything. We should or let make you the whole podcast about like the Saint of Lost Things. That's, yeah. that's, that's probably things people are interested in, right? Yeah. yeah. I should do that. Yeah. No, what else? Wait, do you what do does St. Jude do? Anyway, St. Jude. Anyway, children, children, so... Jack's actually hospitals. doing his thing now. I feel like I want to reward him. He's, He's taking care of some children's up. hospitals. That's his heart. Uh, can, you, so, can you look up the McNiven's menu? <laughs> I, I, can, I was, I was like, recite the St. Jude well. because St. Jude is the patron saint of lost causes. I can, rem- uh, I, oh, I can actually recite the beginning of his menu. I yeah. think you could do. I could tell you everything on that menu. But you've actively said that Dyke was a bad server, so maybe he couldn't. He was a terrible. <laughs> it's like you, I think that, that I will always times. stand by the fact that, and I think that there's no way that Dyke is going to like contradict that. Would you say that you were a in the service of McDivitt? <laughs> I would, I would say, say I, I will say I left McNiven's being loud. I was a good server when I left. I would disagree. I became it's like blew out her eardrum. <laughs> I would disagree, Danny. That's okay. <laughs> um, Loudly. All right. <laughs> all right. So so what do you got there? What do you uh, have so, so we had scotch eggs. Uh, yeah, yeah. You I had a say sausage and a pancake. A couple of things. Yeah, sausage and a pancake. They would. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are we putting there? the menu up? That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, McDivitt's is closing. Yes. Yeah. And they're doing something with Slapfish. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be... What we could do for your media situation is we could say, like, oh, well, the owner of McDivitt's is doing, like, a 10% ownership of Slapfish, and that's great. But what that means, what it actually means is that McNiven's is... Or uh, Mass Ave is actually almost completely franchising. Franchising. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely right. And I think it's scary. I think it's a microcosm for what's happening 
everywhere. Absolutely, yeah. and I, yeah, absolutely. Like it's not McNiven specific, and it's not no one to no one is to blame in that situation. But I think it's but, also McNiven's has been there for so long. That's that I think it's right. like that's what it's like when places like Bruges and McNiven start closing. You right. know, it's like places right. that are staples in the community. Are, are no more so well i think it's it's just the thing is situation the situation is like people you know restaurants will replace those and whatever but or that's what's happening the restaurants that are, oh are replacing those talk about it. The, re- the restaurants replacing those are franchises and people that are like corporately on places and i think yeah. it's deteriorating indianapolis which is known for having very indianapolis specific places mm-hmm. to uh, a situation where it's like hey let's come to this restaurant that is actually existing in like 15 other cities mm-hmm. which is a bummer well and i think that like indianapolis has been so fortunate to have such amazing chefs here for so long who have right. gone for james beard awards who have had kind of nationally recognized restaurants and i think that it, it has it's been such a lovely time to be cooking in indianapolis because there's so much amazing talent here there's so many amazing restaurants and it sucks when it's like then you're shifting to a place where it's like it's basically an Applebee's culture. Like right. it's mm-hmm. you know places right. the places that will survive this sort yeah. of pandemic are places like that. Right. Well, and what I would say is that the argument has been like, well, it's it's not an Applebee's coming in there. It's some like you know Ohio based whatever and Slapfish. I don't know where they're based in, but it's not Applebee's. But mm-hmm. Applebee's isn't. It's not Applebee's anymore because that model doesn't work. Yeah. It's a, it's a new version of that. Yeah. It's like, hey, you don't like Applebee's, so we're we're repackaging it and we're calling it this. Yeah, exactly. A great point sucks. is like we have some we have some great restaurants here in Indy, the Eagle and Bakersfield that people love. They're awesome mm-hmm. places, but they are corporations out of mm-hmm. they're Midwest based, right. but now yeah. they're expanding so much, and it's like that's how it starts. Like like right. we have we I mean we have some amazing restaurant groups here in Indy. We have you know Martha Hoover and her. She can do nothing wrong. I think she's amazing. We have right. Cunningham Group. Like we have, we have some people who are, who are getting to that stage. But it's like it's only a matter of time until that becomes the Bakersfield, until that becomes the Applebee's. Like it's all about expansion, no. which is great. But it's like also small businesses, one-off restaurants are what I think make the city special. Yeah. I think that though, I think though that it this is our one opportunity to talk about the fact that Martha Hoover mm-hmm. and. Cunningham are two completely different situations. Absolutely, Martha Hoover is promoting in in Indianapolis like women owned, women yeah. front. Uh, she's doing a completely different situation. And she takes such good care of her. Absolutely. I talked to Sarah Huntington was on uh, Burn the Well recently, and so she works for kind of the Patashu group, and and it's like. Martha takes such good care of her employees and she is so about the community and obviously the Patachu Foundation is so great. Yep. And I think that like that is the best possible way to run a corporation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like Mar- what Martha Hoover is doing is like let's remit this model to the fact that like mm-hmm. we can pay you guys a living wage and we promote you as like no. your people. Whereas Cunningham, and I'll, I'll tell you what, I've met Mike Cunningham. He's, he's a very, very nice guy. Mm-hmm. But regardless, Mike Cunningham's situation is very much the franchise model of they're not making a bunch of money mm-hmm. and their sections are always kind of garbage and it's it's a turn and burn situation and mm-hmm. that sucks that sucks cuz he is a super nice guy and I get what he's doing but well, it's and a turn they've and had burn. some phenomenal chefs that have come through Absolutely. Kind of it's Absolutely. Like there are there great people that are doing it but it's like it's it's a different model than you know it's it's more the traditional corporation yeah. kind of mindset there's a place for both and i'm not going to discredit Cunningham at all mm-hmm. because I think he's doing something for Indianapolis 
Martha Hoover is doing a completely different thing. Yeah. And I think it's described to her specifically to, to put them both in the same category. Well, yeah, I, I just was mostly saying that, like, no, I get so, it. we have, like, yeah, the yeah, Psalms yeah. family. Martha, like, there, there are businesses Psalms here in Indy for sure. who, I mean, who, who are kind of building their own little kind of corporations. But it's like, then it, it gets to a point where... If if one corporation is is taking over kind of everything, then it's like then we get in a situation where it's like everything is franchised, everything yeah, is yeah. you know, and, and even it's like I I love the Eagle. I think it's a lot of fun to go in there. I think the people that I know who work there are amazing. Yeah. But it's like it is. It's a kind of Ohio based corporation, it's Midwest based, which is exciting. But it's like it's also it is a corporation. It's like right. I get the same thing at that one that I can get at the one in Ohio. I get at the one in Columbus, and it's like. And that's the bummer. I want to go it's somewhere like, fun. Nothing. Do. No one's no one's discrediting the eagle at all. But mm-hmm. it's it it burns you when people come to Indianapolis and like, oh, you should go to this great restaurant called the Eagle. And like, yeah, we have those. Yeah, in Ohio and yeah. everywhere, and that that's what sucks. There's nothing to, to to kind of be distinctive about Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and that's what's happening with the Matt with with McNevins is like Slapfish is probably fine, but mm-hmm. the fact that McNevins is going McNevins is is an Indianapolis fucking staple. Yeah, and it going away. It's a huge deal. It's my favorite place to go on Cinco de Mayo, and I just sit there and I have delicious beer, and I look across the street at those assholes at Bakersfield, and it's like that is my that's my tradition every year. That's gone. That's, that's gone. my tradition every year for the July. It's like go to McNiven's, I sit at the window and I look, and it's like it fucking sucks. So yeah. a toast to McNiven's. Toast to McNiven's. Toast to McNiven's. Yeah, cheers, boys. Um, Danny Campbell. Oh, where? What? What is your origin? Turned on you. Yeah, we're what? also done with like what you've eaten. We're done with McKibbins. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that, that was a that was a hell of a transition. It was like, a yeah. lot. You just did. You just hardcore looked at Diddy Campbell like <laughs> I'm ready. How I dare think. you? <laughs> so what? Questions. What is your? What is your? Or I don't. I've never met you before today. What is your origin story? She was like? taller than you thought she'd be. Yeah. <laughs> you said did that. You, say you that? said that out loud <laughs> to another human being. Is she, is she taller than you? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I'm what? the same height as Bridget. She you're just doesn't. She doesn't well, that's a weird thing to say. That if she's taller than you're taller than I thought you'd be, not, not taller than me. Like, that's a weird thing to say. I mean, I just in my head that she was like a like almost like a short person. Yeah, and then I think great. I think because of the only pictures you've seen of her, she's next to me, and I am objectively very tall. I would say, I would preface by saying whatever you're gonna do. Yeah, Danny Campbell, huge fan. I would say Danny Campbell. I'm a huge fan of Danny. You are I saying that. I'm a huge fan. No, I'm a huge fan of Danny. I'm so glad that she's on here. I'm I'm very glad she's on here. I'm so excited that she's on here. I mean, we'll love her at any height. We've done. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a weird thing that you've the weird prerequisite that you've had. Like, I thought ladies were shorter. <laughs> Tall <laughs> ladies freak me out. I thought, I thought you lived in a teacup. But I am a huge fan. It's like it's like if Bridget's life had gone really well. <laughs> this, is, this is literally this is the fourth time yeah. you have said this today. You're always like, Danny's yeah, like, not recorded. No. Not recorded. Like, like if Bridget was happy. I'm yeah, like, oh, stop saying that. Yeah, I didn't record it though the first time. No. I didn't record it the first. Definitely times. don't have the same skill sets at all. Yeah, but maybe that's what her sadness created. No, I don't <laughs> think so. I think we work together really well because we balance each other out. Yeah, and so there are times where like. When I'm in a bad mood, Bridget will just laugh at me, and I'll be like, okay, you're right. I shouldn't yeah. be frustrated right now. I'm being stupid. That's how I treat my friends when they're having yeah. bad days. And she then does laugh, laugh She at also face. laughs at us when we're sad. Yeah. <laughs> but, or vice versa, if Bridget's like, ugh, I'll be like, well, here are 27 reasons why this is awesome. And yeah. she's like, Danny will, like, send me, stop. like, lists of things you. she likes about me. Like, when I'm having a bad day, and I'm like, stop doing this. And she's like, I just wanted to remind you that you're very important to everyone. And I'm like, stop! That's very, that's very sweet. Let me be yeah. sad! 
I sent uh, Zach a list like that once. It was a blank piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. No, 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 no. I sent him another one. And I wrote the word potato on it. Remember that? It's a great mustard. That's what I said. Of. <laughs> I love the pea flavor. Oh. <laughs> um, love Chris King. No, but like, what was your like? What's your origin story like? Um, like, how'd you get involved in the restaurant business? Yeah. So you obviously had, had some schooling. Not did even. You go to school? Not even in a, in did a restaurant business. Did you go to school? Did you go to school? I did. Where did I, you learn how to talk to yeah. people? You're taller than I thought you'd be. Did you go to school? What's happening? I, I, Welcome back to Old Man Interviews. Uh, I, have you seen my tooth? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a lot of very weird backgrounds. Um... I started in social work at a college, and okay. I went to youth ministry um, oh. until I realized churches were just businesses, uh-huh. and that was yeah. super heartbreaking. Um, and so I left, and I was bartending and serving at a local place I loved. Um, and then I did logistics for like a year, and it was super fun. It was super fun, but I didn't love that I always had to work yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, and so I... Knew I liked being around people and working with people. Um, so when the opportunity at BrewDog came my way, I applied and then I did that. And then I worked with Bridget before, so I knew I wanted to work with like strong women. And Wait, so you went from serving and bartending to being the GM of a restaurant at your next job? Yes. Oh, wow. She t- <laughs> How does that she, Well, she was like the bar manager at the last yes. place. And so it's like... What was the last she, place? So it's, it, it's uh, Dat Fans. What? So I was I was the corporate chef for Fat Dance, and Danny worked at the Broadway location and then the Carmel location. Were you managing Fat Dance? I was essentially running the Carmel location for like four months, five months, without okay. a manager, without being paid to do it. Yeah. Listen, and, no one's questioning your yeah. qualifications. But, yes, I did go from like the bartender. Yeah. But I think to, also we, you had an amazing opportunity where it's like, you were hired as the assistant, assistant GM. GM of Brudog. I was hired as the sous chef. And it's like within 48 hours, they were like, no, like this is not going to work. Like you guys have more coffee. So they moved us both up and it's been, I think, working well. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't know. I was like, are we, are we, are we dragging somebody here? <laughs> like I didn't get paid. I was like, <laughs> okay. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, so how, there's a how, specific reason we didn't list Fat Dance and the corporations taking over the city. Like they're they're doing what they can. They what they do is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like people like Fat Dance. Like, I loved being at Geraldine's. I loved creating that menu. I loved making kind of a corporate structure for the Fat Dance restaurants. But yeah. it's just it's not quite at that level. I think of like where we wanted to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my friend Nicole uh, used to work for very seemed like a very similar situation and she had some different tales that she told me but that's for a different podcast <laughs> nicole you used to live here yeah. save it for the drunk dad oh, okay well that i'm glad you brought that up what nicole you used to live here yeah yeah that's my dead friend nicole yeah i i, I wouldn't have, i wouldn't have said that would it even be a podcast if you didn't bring up at least one dead loved one Okay, so I'm not allowed to talk about my dead friends or the fact that I worked at a camp for 10 years. What else can I not talk about? That's your entire Pretty soon it's just like, I'm not going to have any history left. I'll be like, I can only talk about stuff that happened in the last 24 hours. You're just like saying stuff like, yeah, dude, that's right. Let's not talk about those things. I said my friend Nicole works a place. You brought up the fact that she's dead. 
To be fair, he didn't. He goaded you into yeah, saying Danny, it. So. Yeah, Danny, uh, Danny, Danny, Danny didn't have to know that. She'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah. Dyke yeah. says, I will share something with you. Dyke said something hilarious the other day. He was like, because I was heckling him about, uh, not really heckling. I was lovingly right. consoling oh, him about okay. his dead friends. Um, <laughs> and he That's said, a weird thing to do. What he said, he was like, you say that, but he was like, someday I'm going to have to explain you to people. And I was like, oh, shit. Wow. I was like, am I being threatened? Am I just being like, what's happening? Wow. That's, That's a so really weird. fucked up way to have your friendship. Really yeah. She was making fun of all my dead friends, and I'm like, "Look, one day we have to." All your dead friends? How many dead friends you have? More than the average person. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's when I know that, like, because oftentimes I forget that, like. Dyke is so much older than I am because he dresses the way he does. He's very old. But then he says something like that. You I'm can like, say oh, that? So much of your I'm life also very old. I can definitely too. say okay, that. I'm very cool. old. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm an adult with an adult job. I can say it. You should have, when you met me, you should have been like, you're much older than I thought you'd be. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Was there more questions for Danny? Jeez. I don't know. This interview is going to jump the rails. Yeah. Um, but no, I think I think what makes. Like Danny Gray for this though is like she, like she came from so many places that have so much compassion, and I think that that's what made me like one. I mean, it was like because like social work is a hard, very kind of thankless job. Like mm-hmm. yeah. working working for a church is like a place that like they kind of promote compassion, but then oftentimes don't follow through with it. So it's like there's a lot of reasons that that she and I think that she realized the way that I want to run kitchens is very different from I think the traditional structure. I, I don't want to be the asshole celebrity chef. Like, I don't want to be the asshole male celebrity chef. Or female. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's mostly males. We all know. So we, we uh, watch the shows. But it's like, she was always, she like had my back when I was like, I'm not going to run this place this way. And she's like, good, neither will I. And so it's like, that's why we work really well together because the things that I kind of get fantastical about and I kind of go off the rails, like imagine things, she'll temper it down and be like, well, this is a realistic way to do it and vice versa. Like, she'll be mm-hmm. like, we do this, this, and this. And I'm like, or... We knew this, see how it goes, and then go from there. Like, we kind of temper each other really well. Well, it makes a lot more sense now of, like, like yeah, you know, you have the social work background, mm-hmm. youth ministry, and then you meet this maniac with tattooed hands. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, it sounds like you were a good person. Yeah. And, Thanks. Um, she met me. <laughs> are, you, are you still doing youth ministry? Are you still going to church every Sunday? Nope. <laughs> no, I quit going to church when I quit working at the church. Yeah. When was that? Ooh. A couple of years ago? Yeah. Did you? It's been a few years. <laughs> like, that's the story, right? <laughs> like, uh, if you, 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 you want to get into when she lost the Lord, like, would we you, go straight right into it. Would you denounce Christianity when you do that? <laughs> I'm, I love no. it. And, I, and let me, did did back, back story <laughs> is that I grew up in a Christian family. I went to a Christian college that I was kicked out of. And I Why'd have you get a, kicked out? Yeah, why uh, did you get kicked out? Sex. I was having sex with people. You're not allowed to do that. Lots of yep. people. That was your wife. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, we got, I got married to her. Humble I was having brag. sex with a lady I married. I wasn't like banging a bunch of chicks. I buried a lady who was eventually my wife. Yeah, that's random. First wife, not your divorce. new wife. Not, not the new one, no. <laughs> not the um, new, no, but the, the fresh wife, the old wife. <laughs> the old wife, the gross wife. But uh, <laughs> I think Christianity is a Yay. fun conversation. But so you're saying that uh, you stopped going to church is the thing Correct. and did you denounce all the christianity you're like you're still down with it you just don't go to like mass was this catholicism she Jazz. said ah, she said that she like she, you're very spir- i would say you're very yeah spiritual. i would i would I, say i took the other side of that and i became very spiritual and i believe jesus is a human 
I don't know if I would go all the way to say that he's the Lord and Savior. And if that's someone's beliefs, that's totally cool. I don't appreciate when people push their beliefs on other humans. I agree. Because who the fuck knows, man? Yeah. You're absolutely right. And, and the thing yeah. is, I think it's it's weird. I, I want perf- to. I, I definitely want to clarify in this situation. Like, I think a lot of times when people ask this, they're like on one or side of the other of like, how dare you? And like. You were doing this, and now you're not doing this. Or then on the side, like you should be doing this. And I'm not saying that at all. I think it's yeah. it's a really big decision to it's come huge. to, and yeah. I think it's it's really important to understand why you came to that. It's it's yeah. not easy at all, and it's I'm sure impactful on what you were doing. Yeah, and yeah, I don't it definitely changed my whole trajectory in life. I guess yeah. it just definitely took that over a little bit. But and looking back on it, would you say for the better or for the worse? I'd say for the better. I think it's made me be a little more open-minded. To a lot of things I wouldn't have been before. Yeah, was yeah. this Catholicism we were talking about? Uh, no. Oh, you were the Catholic. I was the okay. Catholic. What? Were you, Bridget, were you going to church? Yeah, no, I went to Catholic high school. Like, I was... Oh, my God. Yeah, I went to, like, conferences. Like, I was full on in it, and then... Did you ever go to Catholic camp? I w- yeah, I did. God damn, every time, dude. Yeah. You have to Dad always could, Dad work could have been out. my counselor. Yeah. You did, did you go, was it Catholic camp? Yeah. CYO camp. I know it was Catholic. Yeah. So, yeah. so so you went to Catholic, and then you just like did you just stop? I was in confusion because I, I felt like I just stopped. I didn't. I was like, just like the, I don't want to do this anymore. There was a slew of reasons for me, and it was like, and my and my parents up until two years ago still were practicing Catholics, and mm-hmm. I think I feel kind of guilty because I think I was a big part of why they left the church. But it's like they like we, the thing, and I think it's similar to Danny's. Like I realized along the way that like. Something that they kind of sell as, like, this is people who love you, this is people who always support you, is at the end of the day a business. Like, you mm-hmm. pay tithes, yeah. you pay tithes yeah. to a church. Like, Absolutely. they are still listening to politics. Like, they're still, like, kind of following politics. And it's like, I'm obviously out as, as bi, and it's like, that's something that is hard now yeah. for the Catholic Church. I, yeah. um, I have friends that are, that are trans, that are gay, and it's like, that was a big thing. And so my parents... Um, a, Two years ago, when the Archdiocese of Indianapolis started firing teachers for being in or out gay relationships, uh, they called their church and they said, you know, we were educators. We have devoted our life to teaching. These are people who have devoted their lives to education. Yeah. And they're like, we have friends that are gay. Our daughter is, is you know, out. And like, we don't feel comfortable calling ourselves Catholics anymore because of how. It's amazing. Because it's like, it is. But your parents being, that's yeah. amazing that your parents do My parents that. are that's pretty cool. huge. Yeah. They're pretty great. That's huge. That's on, I, I think people like hear that stuff and it's not, they don't put the, the weight on it. That was probably really, really hard yeah. for them to do that. But no, it's like, I think it's because it's very similar to like Dana's situation and, and maybe yours as well. It's like, I was sold on something that was like very about feelings, very about kind of emotion and spirituality. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's white men that are on a business track absolutely and it's like and it's like i don't i i would say i'm spiritual but i'm not a fan of uh structured religion yeah, yeah. i would say I, I would say for me it and that, i bring this up because i don't want to discredit what your parents did because for me it wasn't hard mm-hmm. at all yeah it was just like i don't want to do this anymore here's the middle finger i'm not going to do it well yeah. your parents it was really really difficult yeah uh, and, and I don't think you should discredit that. And I think there's a differentiation between, like, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm dropping out of the church, and, like, mm-hmm. they are maybe saying, like, it was difficult. It's not. Yeah. But I think for your parents, that was probably really, really like fucking they, hard. They both were raised Catholic. So my grandmother, my, my dad's mother, was the first uh, non-Catholic woman to be married in the cathedral in Louisville because she was, like, 
she was like, we're going to get married. And so they were like, well, you'll have to be out in like the, like the chapel outside. And she looked at my grandfather. She was like, I guess we're not getting married. Like, and then she like came around and became Catholic later in her life when it was her time. And so I was like, my dad's whole life has been about like, this was my mother's choice. Like she chose this, like she kind of right. fought for her beliefs. Like my parents were both very Catholic. Like, yeah, like literally like I have cousins that are nuns. Like we are in it. And yeah, it's like, yeah. but they I'd were like, like this isn't you as a nun. <laughs> no, but I think no, no, I'll just say, I think it's really important. I I, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, whatever this podcast does, but I, I think it is important to recognize how difficult it is for some. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 for me specifically, there's a difference. Like for me, it wasn't hard at all. And mm-hmm. and and for some people, it is super super fucking difficult to make that decision. And those distinctions are important mm-hmm. and important to point out. Mm-hmm. Like you, you need to fucking talk about that. Yeah. And that's 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 crazy because I I think it's like I said for me it was super easy to be like I don't want to do this anymore I'll yeah. just, I'll just not fit. I'll just not do it I and think that's a lot of times it. too it goes back to what people hold on to and how they identify themselves mm-hmm. so if you like took that super seriously and that was part of your identifying factor right that's mm-hmm. going to be more challenging than if you were like yeah. oh it's whatever yeah. it's fine but I, like, I everyone agree. has their I own agree. little yeah. story my and mom had a breakdown where she was like. My whole life, I've identified as Catholic, and I've identified as a Republican. And she was like, I'm, oh, wow. I'm not Republican, wow. clearly. She was yeah. like, she's like, I'm a pro-life Democrat. And she was like, wow. but she was like, and clearly I'm not Catholic because I can't back what the church is doing. And so she's like, who am I then? And it's yeah. like, well, you're an educator, like you're a mother. Like, there's so many other things that make you who you are. But it's like, that was her thing. Is like, yeah. that's what made her feel like that's what connected her to people. Yeah. And it's like, it's tough. Yeah. I think you're I think you're right. And that's the thing is, like, I think it's really important Think about how difficult it is. It's, it's a different journey for everybody. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it is so fucking difficult to fucking break away from that as your identity. And for other people, it's probably super easy. Yeah. Was, for me, it was very, very easy to be like, I don't want to do that yeah, anymore. Like, but for I other don't really people, like it. I, don't I was like, do it. ah, pass. But for other people, it's huge. That's their entire identity. And that's where they grew and, up. And, and that's like where they You they're... worked for it. Like, yeah. you like put all of yourself into this. And it's yep. like, I, I loved it so much. But I identify as a foodie. And, yeah. uh, yes. <laughs> I want to say what's really funny is how often you are so easily able to break away with your terrible food. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Danny Campbell, Bridget Horan. Thank you guys so much for being on the program today. Where can people find you on us. social media and follow uh, Indie Urban Foodies? Uh, we're at Indie Urban Foodies. Um, our website's IndieUrbanFoodies.com. Sign up for classes. We're yeah. on Facebook. We yep. have a Patreon. All the places. Yeah. But we usually, so every Monday, uh, we partner with Circle City Bev, and we do a mocktail Monday yep. that we put the recipe out there that you guys can follow. Um, we try to kind of give a lot of content about kind of what we're making, what excites us about the community. So definitely give us a follow. Cool. Sure. And uh, you guys sticking around for the after brunch? Sure. Sure. You know what? I think we're going to decorate some cookies. We are. Uh-huh. And then we're going to come back. Are you I, videotaping? Uh, guys, if you guys want to hear, we're going to get real silly on this after brunch. Uh, so if you guys go to patreon.com slash harder brunch and sign up, you can get uh, exclusive weekly bonus content yeah. with Danny Campbell and Bridget Rand. We'll see you next time, guys. Wait, wait, I have the thing to promote. Oh, sorry. Ah, I'm sorry. Even ask I'm, him. I'm doing that. You didn't even ask. I'm what? doing that uh, podcast about uh, WandaVision. I'm okay. doing a podcast about WandaVision. What's it called? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Well, guys, just search the infinite internet for that. That'll be fun. <laughs> just Google uh, something, 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 WandaVision, Chris King. And uh, maybe you'll find it. I don't know. 
I hope so. That's fine. Also, at batch number two for all of your uh, urine-free mustard needs. Oh, it's he so, doesn't pee in guys, any of there's it. There's more than mustard. Just like they've got spice frauds. He so only pee oh, Lord, when you catch in less than a percentage you of it. You can turn it's off totally his mic cool. at any point, Zach. You he have does all not the control. Pee into any of them, like some of them, but not a lot. That's Jesus on me. Christ. Bye, guys. Uh, bye. <laughs>